0: Some great scenes in the studio as well. Um, I'm surrounded by harness racing royalty. I'm about to uh, uh, Kevin Kevin Gordon, the uh, the breeder the owner breeder of Lock and Bar Art, and of course uh, David Moran uh, with us as well. Um, Guys, uh, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Congratulations to start with. What a moment! Um, I can just see what this means to you, Kevin.
1: Oh, look, it's unbelievable. I mean, we've been involved in the industry for some time, uh, both harness and greyhounds, and uh, dream company. True to have something like this, and, and to be involved with someone like David, it's it's uh, it really is a Cinderella story, as I've said before, and and uh, and we're just enjoying the ride.
0: Well, I want to know more about this background in the sport because I've heard different versions, but I've never actually heard it from you, and many people at home wouldn't have either.
1: So um, many years ago, uh, my wife went to school at the convent at Lochinvar, which is a small town about 35 minutes out of Newcastle. Um, uh, a foal was born across the road out of a mare called Rutherford Girl. So obviously they named the horse Lochenbar girl, um, and that's where it all started. She won seven or eight in a row at Harrow Park for Vicky Frost, won the uh, Kaiserslautern Cup at Mooney Valley back in the day. So uh, it's pretty exciting when you get a horse like that as your first horse before we were married. Obviously, I decided to marry the young lady then. I thought this is all <laughs> right. That's to be That's right. Yeah. So yeah, we've had a few along the way that have gone good. Probably the, the best one before this bloke was uh, a horse with Darren Vincent called Our Crown Law. Yes. He was a real nice horse, um, but uh, this horse has just taken us to another level. And I thank Darren for basically introducing me to David. And now, now I think we've got a great partnership. Right.
0: That's what I wondered. How the the partnership sure. came about? Was it on a Sydney trip, or how did how did the introduction happen?
1: We we had a, another horse with uh, with Darren. And he had a few problems with his feet, didn't he, David, or yeah. something, yeah, and, uh, and, and and he said, look, there's this, there's this young uh, Yahoo guy down in Melbourne that might be able to uh, get this horse going for you down in Victoria, and uh, and that was David, and, and uh, that relationship started, and uh, we bought a few yearlings since then, and Lockenbaugh Delight, Lockenbaugh Hugo, they all went, they were nice without being super, and then David um, went to the ready-to-run sales and rang him up and said, I just bought your horse, I said, okay. And this is it.
0: That's that's trust in a relationship, isn't it? Yep. So uh, you've he's backed you to support him, and you've backed your man in, and we've ended up with six Group Ones over the last 12 and a half months together, and dare I say, so much more to come, um, David. To you, uh, this man next to you's backed you in all the way. Every time I've said to you, "What are you doing with the horse?" He he said, uh, "You know, you just tell me. I, I know Kevin's got my back. He's just going to back me in."
2: Yeah, exactly right, Adam. Yeah, no, Kev's um be the easiest bike to train for um, that you could ever meet. Um, whatever, whatever we decide to do, Kevin. You know, sometimes I don't even have to run it by him. I just say to Kev, I think this is the best option, um, and he leaves the leaves the ball in my court. You have, you do, and you seem so cool right through this journey
0: with the horse. But there's, there's got to be more emotion than we see uh, bubbling away underneath. He he can't be this cool, Kevin, can he?
1: No, but if you go back to when he was racing as a two-year-old in the better races, um, you'll see that um, that David didn't drive him in the group races. David said to me, look, I think I'd rather put a good driver on. Um, He kept getting beaten. Well, that's right. Yeah, he only put some average guy on named Luke McCarthy. Yeah. (coughs) So, um, and then all of a sudden, David grew with the horse. That's why it's, I say it's a Cinderella story, because they grew together and they formed this Vic Rail Bo Rogue-type relationship, um, and we are where we are today. So, And David's obviously a cool, calm Group 1 driver, and in 10 years, I think we'll all look back and, and say, wow, this is the start of the d career.
0: Yeah, and, and it has been an incredible ride, because, you know, I, I joke a little, but as a young horse, he... He looked like he was a length off him, half a length off him. He, he just kept running great races, but he couldn't beat the best of them in the big races. And and that's not... I, I think I don't think it's being disrespectful no, to him. Sure. I, I actually asked this question to Mark Burden. Where do you think it changed for this horse? And I'm interested in your thoughts on it, but Mark thinks it's when you worked on him and the horse learnt to relax better in his races.
2: Yeah, Mark's probably right there, to a degree. Yeah. Um, I think when we went to Queensland, he, he over-raced and was still a bit ungenuine, um, and that was probably the turning point there, where we sort of said, if we're going to come up against the best, we need to, we need to behave like them, so um, we changed a few things around, and um, I think his next start was, um, well, he went to the Breeders' Crown, and he raced really well, but didn't have a lot of luck. Then he went to the Cobram Cup and he was really good and settled in the running. Uh, sat behind the leader and and then he went to the uh, Shepherd and Cup. Done a few things wrong, but then to the Bonanza where he was he was outstanding and was probably the the changing of his career. Kevin, that
0: four-year-old Bonanza. I mean, I said tonight when they were scoring up. Um can the racing gods give us anything like what we saw last year um, you, your jaw must have dropped that night
1: the, the two races that stick in my mind the most obviously is the Bonanza like 148 six on a thousand metre tracks unheard of um, t- t- he did that and he just did that so well and New Year's Eve here you know, in that, in that Breeders uh, series. Better
0: showman came out.
1: <coughs> yeah, well, David said, I better show him how good I am and how good the horse is. So, But I mean, I said to David after that race, I said, gee, you let him go down the back pretty early. He said, no, I didn't. He said, the horse just took off. Yeah. The horse wanted to race. And that's the difference, I think. Um, with the relationship between trainer and trainer driver and and, and the horse now the horse wants to do his best for and we see that all the time don't we in the smaller stables where um, the the horse wants to perform the animal wants to perform for the for the person that's um, sitting behind them 13
0: days from now he goes to your backyard that's going to be a special night
1: for you very much so. It's, it's, uh, it's a special race. Newcastle uh, Mile. Yeah, Newcastle Mile. I, I mean, I, I went there with Vic Frost when he, he back to back with Westburn and Grant. So, that's the Cataract horse that goes the mile um, because it's obviously uh, an invitation directly into the Miracle Mile. Um, so, yeah, it'd be very special to win that race at home, like David did with a Seven and Cup, I guess. Same, yeah. same sort of thing.
0: We take these horses for granted in that they just turn up at the races and and they do their best all the time. But um, but you said along the way, he, he's a horse that needs work at home. He's not the he's not he's not a, just a cut and paste horse to train.
2: No, he's not. No, he's um, he, he's a horse that does take a lot of work, which is very surprising um, for nowadays breed. But I, I guess he's. He's that, um, that old-style breed where he, he's not really bred in the purple, um, and he does seem to take a lot of work, but he, he races that way also too, you know what I mean? He, he can do it pretty much any way. He's pretty tough and pretty versatile, and that's sort of how you've got to treat him at home.
0: Did you know Did you know or did you feel before that four-year-old Bonanza that, that he was one right out of the box, or did that even change your mind of him that night?
2: Yeah, he, um, like I said, he didn't have a lot of luck in the Shepparton Cup. His work, his work had been unbelievable. i have never driven a horse like him at home. And, um, and I remember saying to Jason Bonington that night, we were walking up to here, and I said to him, um, I said, we're going to try and do something different tonight. I said, <laughs> I said we're going to try and break the clock. I said, um, I said we'll either look stupid or we'll look like a genius. Yeah. It worked out well.
0: And it was, it was the start of this great ride, and a great ride that goes Newcastle Mile, all going well into a Miracle Mile a couple of weeks after that. But before then, you've got a big decision to make, haven't you, about America. And I say decision because you've got to pay up for these big American races very, very early. Sure. And we're in a COVID, a worldwide COVID situation where it may not be easy to get across there. or Logistically, you've said the horse won't go unless David can. Um, when do you have to make a decision on America? It's not a, not a matter of waiting till May, you need to make a way before then.
1: Yeah, It's probably not too long after the Miracle Mile, we we'll are probably talking about giving him a few weeks after that, or go to Walga or something, um, there's a race on there, but uh, it'll, it won't be too far after that, it all comes down to COVID, it all comes down to international travel, it comes down to vaccines, um, as I said, the horse won't go without David, the, um, I respect the horse too much, and I respect, respect David too much, so um, I mean, I, he might go over there without David and perform, but I'd rather keep him and, and go head off to the Inter-Dominion later in the year. That can't. wouldn't
0: be part of the Cinderella story without David.
1: No, that's exactly right, it wouldn't be, so um, he's got nothing to prove to us, has he, the horse so, you know, um, he's, he's, uh, he's done pretty well, so I think we'll uh, We'll just take it as it comes, as far as that goes. And um, if he gets there, well, I mean, I'm sure we'd love to go there, right? It'd be a great experience to take on the best and represent Australia. He'd be going over there at his peak too, not not sort of maybe a year over his peak. So that'd be exciting to see. But if he doesn't, he doesn't. So.
0: Incredible stuff. Um Love you bringing in the cup as well um, As we said before we jumped on air It's as close as I'm going to get to one of these um, I'm tipping you guys, have got some nice Fluid to tip into that and drink out of it uh, Over the next couple of hours uh, Kevin, an absolute delight to spend A bit of time with you and, and hear the background Best of luck, enjoy that special night At Newcastle in a couple of weeks yeah, right. Good luck towards a Miracle Mile And David, I think on behalf of everyone in Harness Racing um, Not only congratulations On tonight and the past Twelve and a half months with this horse But a thank you for giving so much of yourself to promote this horse and the sport you've done a mighty job
2: no worries thanks very much adam good on you guys thanks Thanks, so much for joining
0: us